The following production is part of the We Be Geeks Podcast Collective. This podcast is a member of the Red 5 Network. For more Red 5 Network podcasts and content creators, visit bio.link slash red5. Produced with podcasting gear from Tascam. Trust your audio to Tascam. Sound thinking. nerds discover your geeky haven with toink.com we've been delivering you the best products and all things pop culture for more than 20 years enjoy a wide selection of officially licensed merch from your favorite fandoms we carry top brands from disney funko marvel and dc star wars harry potter and much much more we also offer an array of exclusives that you won't find anywhere else with all these collectible goods you're definitely gonna need a bigger boat Welcome to another episode of Wookie Radio. It is the Smugglers 3, Ken, Derek, and myself, Mike, and I got it right this week. <laughs> oh, break your arm, pat yourself on the back. Oh. It's only taken six years to do it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, how about we're coming close to seven years? Next month will be seven years. Hard to believe. Yeah. I've put up with you guys that long. <laughs> Our wives have put up with us longer. Yeah, today is actually the 11th anniversary of when my wife and I bought our house. Oh, congrats. Wow, congratulations. Tomorrow is the 27th wedding anniversary of Melissa and I. Oh, happy happy anniversary. September will be 31 years together as a couple. And for my industry, that's an eternity. Yeah. (laughs) Because entertainment relationships usually don't last that long. But uh, it's it's been a fun road. And uh, my anniversary, my anniversary present from Melissa is I'm getting a new computer desk. Woo-hoo. Oh yeah, believe me, woohoo! I'm I'm digging this thing. <laughs> uh, show you guys in the chat already know how it, it is. It's gonna help us get this the room I'm in a little bit more organized. And I'm, I'm redoing my display. My displays with um, that's cool. I'm digging this desk. I, I can't wait to get it. And uh, I'm going to have the L over on the right side, the longer part on the right side. Yeah. And uh, on the shelves, I'm going to put my lightsabers uh, on the center. I'm going to do my Rebel, my Luke Skywalker helmet up on one of the center pocket, probably dead center shelf with this with that center shelf. So, yeah, it's going to be nice. And I'll be able to mount my microphone to it with the normal clamp and not have to drill holes for a new, new flange. Ah. Like I did on this desk. <clears throat> So I'll be able to clamp it, clamp the, uh, yeah. clamp it on. I just don't know what shelf I'm going to put it on yet or where I'm going to clamp it. Probably clamp it to the top so it comes down for you. 
Yeah, I, I'll figure it out once it once it, the dust gets here. I'm just debating: am I going to be lazy and see about paying to have them put it together, or just put it together myself? Do you want to really schedule them uh, coming out to put it together for you? Uh, quite possibly, yes, <laughs> I would. <laughs> Because I've put together enough furniture lately that I really don't want to put together something else. So, yes, I would pay. I always put together my own furniture. Yeah. And I swear a lot while doing it. Oh, with, with the way my knees are. Like, last time I put together something, I had to break out my knee pads that I use at work because of the hardwood floors was just killing my knees. Yeah. It was like, in order for this to be tolerable and cushioned, I got to do this. But, yeah. That's the new desk. That's what's coming to the the home office of the Weeby Geeks Podcast Collective. I do like the idea where it shows that you could actually have two of those side by side and yeah. kind of make gaming consoles or um, stations. Yeah. Imagine it, like you and Vicky, if y'all had the room mm-hmm. and y'all were still doing Geek Watch 1 remotely, each one of you had yeah, your could, own debt. You could put the mix casts almost in the center, bridging the two desks. Focused. That's what we do now anyway is um, I actually had two computer desks sitting here with a file cabinet in the middle, one of the short two drawer file cabinets. So, I mean, that, that could have worked for what as well. Uh, for me, I, I love the fact with this desk and I know this isn't star Wars, but I'm going to be turning at star Wars. Cause I, I have my star Wars Jedi fallen order, lightsaber workbench, mat, mouse pad, huge computer desk mat. That looks like the workbench mat that I'm putting on it. Plus, it's going to have Star Wars decoration. Yeah, my Star Wars collectibles on it. Um, but w- with the uh, with the LED lighting, I'm probably just going to do the blue. I'm not changing. I'm not going to have it change colors. Yeah. And I don't even know if I'll leave the blue running all the time either. But oh, okay, that's where he clamped his mic for game. Interesting. Oh, no, this is going to this is going to be fun. Uh, I, I'm excited to get the the new desk and really change up my things and really establish my base here. This is where we talk reality and not. In universe with the first mm-hmm. order, but yeah, I'm getting the, I'm getting the black one, the black desk. Second option was going to be, uh, the gray Oak. I've already been looking at, um, I found someplace else. They do a, a PVC rubber is on Etsy PVC rubber coaster. That looks like a very mini version of the Jedi fallen order workbench mat. Nice. So I'm going to get a couple of those you know, for, for coasters. I, you should find the right image or whatever and talk to red flag. Cause he makes those, um, PVC patches. I wonder if you could make coasters. Um, thought about that with Ryan. There's someone who already has them and they're selling for like 10 bucks on Etsy. Yeah. 10, 12 bucks. So I'm, I'm just going to get a couple uh, to, to go on the desk uh, just so I have them since this desk doesn't have cup holders and I'm not drilling a hole in and into it to put a couple you know, to make a cup holder out of it. But yeah, it is, this is going to be, it's going to be fun. I'm looking forward to it. Long overdue and already going. I'm going to have to take crap off the walls <laughs> mm-hmm. to redo this. I already know one picture that's going back up over my desk, and that's going to be my Star Cruiser team picture. That's going back over the desk. No problem. That picture's going center on one or going over the desk on one of these wall, two walls that the desk will be on. But uh, this desk is a great looking desk, 200 bucks. So, yeah. It's- Great price. Uh, I was looking at some stuff from Ikea, and this is better than, this gives me more options for storage and whatnot than the Ikea desk I was looking at. I was looking at the Freddy from Ikea. I've never been to Ikea, so I don't know. Me either. Oh, Ikea is so much fun. Closest one to me is Pittsburgh. I'm not driving two hours just to go. No, no, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I'm surprised Cleveland doesn't. Just also another two hours. I'm surprised Cleveland doesn't have one. Mm. I'm really surprised. 
Um, no, it's great. I mean, their, their cafe is really cool. Uh, we, we usually go and do like an early lunch there. Because uh, we usually get the Swedish meatballs with the mashed potatoes and the seasonal vegetables, uh, and they've they've had some other other stuff that's I mean, they've got some really good stuff. Uh, my bookcases yeah. are from IKEA <clears throat> and my stuff. So um, so yeah, whoa, that may go there too. So I'm, so I'm looking at my wall my wall space like whoa. So yeah, this is gonna be fun. Um, speaking of fun, check out the homepage WookieRadio.net. Right hand sides are affiliates and partners such as Biddy Boomers. Use code WeebyGeeks for fifteen percent off your Bluetooth speaker needs. Wookie at Wookie Radio for your for ten percent off your lightsaber and lightsaber accessory needs. And if a certain smuggler gets their design done, we could be on the way to possibly having a smuggler's bundle done done up for uh for rep, for rebel sabers. Not gonna mention names, Derek. Yeah. <laughs> um, Red Flag Workshop. We just mentioned them. Use code Smuggler Three in July. Because right now the clo- the shop is temporarily closed as he is going from moving from North Carolina to Arizona because Ryan, the owner, is being upgraded to a new fighter craft. He's going to start flying the F thirty five. Nice. Yeah. I'm excited for for that. I'm kind of jealous. I, I, I'd always wanted to fly a fighter jet, and I, I can't because of my eyesight, because of my vision. I think worked. even if my vision was um, fantastic, I still wouldn't have been able to because of my height and my size. I would, I, oh, I would love to go up. In a cockpit. I would love to go <laughs> up in a, in a jet. I really would. Yeah. Even a train ride, I don't, I don't think I could fit in that. I'm six foot four. I wouldn't fit. Ooh, I didn't realize that you were that tall. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, you are the Wookiee in the group. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I've never seen it as that tall, but then I saw myself like um, with other people on like a video. I'm like, holy crap! Oh, speaking of that, you know, talk about different wrestlers. You, know, you look at Shawn Michaels. Shawn Michaels is what six one, six two, but he looked short compared to everyone else. Well, he was living in the land of giants at that point. Yeah, I think in the 80s, early 90s, the average height of any pro wrestler on WCW or WWE, the average height was like 6'5", six, 6'6". Six, six. Yeah. Okay, you were you were really short at 6'1". Yeah, yeah. Now the average size of a um, pro wrestler in general out on the indies and stuff is a normal normal size guy. Yeah. I'm a giant. Um, so we got Biddy Boomers, got Rebel Sabers, got Red Flight Workshop. Uh, I will put out there... Use code WeebyGeeks for 10% off your purchase at Heroes and Villains. There's a bunch of great new stuff that's been popping up there. They, they never stop putting new stuff up. That's what's... That's what's I know. Hard. That's what's scary. Yeah. They just did, uh, like, fanny packs. And I'm looking at these going, eh, yeah, they're nice. Not my cup of tea, though. Back on to talk about what they got going on. I know. I'm, I'm trying to get them. I'm trying to get them on. We've never had them. I'm trying to get them. No, we had. Oh no, we did. Yeah, we no. we had one of their designers on. When no. We had the boxes, didn't we? No, I was just us doing the boxes. Okay, which mm. I wish. Uh, I like this when we had them on too. Mm-mm. I wish Loot Crate would do another box like that again with Heroes and Was Villains. Loot Crate even still a thing? Yes, but I know Ken and I have gotten something new from Heroes and Villains recently. That was the new Jedi Sith hoodie from Obi Wan. Yeah, that was um, a park exclusive one from the parks. Yeah. So, um, Ooh. so I, Oh, I may have to get this Ricky. I'm flipping. I made the mistake of starting to flip through heroes of villains. <laughs> it's a rabbit they hole have, that you don't want to go. They down. don't call them fanny packs. These are belt bags. Yeah. But they have the one with the animated Ewoks print. Yeah. 
I still want to get the Tuscan Raider back, but I love my Star Destroyer back, Sling back. I want the Tuscan yeah. Raider. I still want the Tuscan Raider one though, too. Only because there are times a black backpack here in Florida is not a good idea. Well, yeah. Here he is. So, um, Star Wars news. Kind of slow, but it's open. Okay. <laughs> Drop big news all at once. Yes, but before we get to that news, I, I had this story, and I can't find it on comicbook.com on my on the website, but I had it say, I, rem- I remembered to save it on my phone, so I'm going to read it from the phone. Disney delays. They say this is, according to this, it's in movies. So let me double check movies. Uh, I think I know what story you're talking about. I saw the headline for it. Yeah, I'm trying to find that headline. I don't see the headline from 13. See, I saw it when I was flipping through Facebook, I think, or it was just in yeah, my general. Yeah, I, I, um, I, got, I got it on Facebook as well and opened it up and went straight to here. Um, of course, I'm, ah, there we go. Yes, it is here. Found it. I could put my phone away. Charge. That's the other thing I did too. Ikea's got some great uh, tablet holders and uh, I found on Amazon a great holder for my phone that handles my, my bulky case. So Disney delays three Avatar sequels and three Star Wars movies. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to put these together because, well, Avatar, <laughs> I think, is really, especially after you hear what's going on, Avatar is a franchise that's like, why? It, it's, it's not relevant anymore. And I don't think it was truly relevant when it first came out because of how delayed it was when the first one came out. Yeah. But uh, I enjoyed the movies. I mean, it's not the greatest movie ever made, but I had fun with it. It's a pretty movie, but it's not a great movie story-wise. Yeah. The second one isn't either. Well, because the Writers Guild has put a pause on just about everything in Hollywood in pre-production, yeah. um, some were able to submit final drafts of scripts before the strike commenced, such as Superman Legacy from James Gunn. Uh, mm-hmm. The bulk of blossoming films and television shows have been put on hiatus until writers are able to return to work, which, with everything going on, Stand by your cause, ladies and gentlemen, writers of the world. Stand by your cause because, yeah, y'all, y'all need to get. Yeah, today, I mean, it's today's right. age. One contracts and everything needs to be readjusted to to fit what's happening with TV and streaming and how mm-hmm. streaming shows are shorter seasons and you need to be compensated comparatively for. If you're working on those as opposed to a, a 20, 22, 24 episode full season. Well, and another the, big one off AI is, and yeah, the advent of um, AI and AI writing. Yeah. But I'm I working it was a year ago. Uh, my wife, Vicky and Bart, when they, they do their um, tales from the darkness podcast intermittently here, but um, they had a story where the Bart had actually gone to one of the websites about a year ago. That was like a writing one. And he gave a couple of pointers into it and it wrote a short story. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I'm. I'm concerned with AI, though. I'm more concerned about uh, like you, Ken, with SAG. Yeah, um, well, that's why. Also, um, SAG in general just took a vote earlier this um, week. SAG's getting ready to start um, negotiating, right? Because yeah. our contracts are up. Yeah. So they, there's a good chance that SAG's going to be going on strike within the next month. Also, this, mm-hmm. this is that. This is that time we see what AI can do. And as um, Derek and I talked earlier this week with Eben Matthews from Macroverse, which the app is awesome, by the way, Derek, if you haven't checked it out. I haven't had a chance to yet. Uh, I mean, he brought up some good points on how AI could be helpful, but he also sees where it could be dangerous and sees how everything going on with like the writer strike and the potential 
SAG strike is the opportunity for the creators to put the rest of Hollywood on notice and go, if we're going to do AI, we're okay with it, but there's got to be restrictions. Yeah. And it's got to be heavily restricted and heavily monitored. And when he brought that point up, I, I agree that yes, there needs to be, there needs to be restrictions and whatnot on how AI is used. So it doesn't take away jobs. Yeah. The problem is it is not as far away as people think that, but um, there's a shit, there will be a major shift coming. And I don't, I think sooner rather than later when, um, as more and more stuff is um, being automated faster than we're um, used to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, ever since uh, things are the assembly line was created, stuff has slowly been automated and people have lost their jobs. That's the way it is. But I think it's moving faster than it ever has before. Yeah. Well, one of the cool things I've seen with AI, um, coworker of mine at, at work, who I've never mentioned his name, and I'm going to do so now. So, hey, Sweeney, how are you? Uh, he does graphic design stuff, but he's also worked in film and television props and scenic and other stuff. Uh, we were playing around and we, we took Wookiee radio and goes Wookiee radio into this AI engine and came up with some logo ideas based around it. Some cool looking stuff. I don't think it's anything I really would want to. And I, and I even told him this looks cool. Maybe be cool for like a t-shirt or whatnot, t-shirt design or something. But for mm-hmm. a show logo, no. I, I like the show logo we have. And, yeah. and I, I think I, I, I come up with a nice alternate logo as well, if we ever get to that point of doing something with an alternate logo. Um, but if I wanted to do a t-shirt design, yeah, I may go, dude, can you pull up that AI <laughs> for a t-shirt logo? Yeah. So there was some cool stuff that I would do for t-shirts, but yeah. Um, but uh, so getting back to the story. Because of the writer strike, things have been pushed back. So seem Disney has already reacted to this by shifting a number of blockbuster projects over the course of the next decade. <laughs> so well, I think the way, the way they're planning out things, they have um, at least on their internal calendars, if not on the external calendars, um, everything is planned out all the way through for the next ten years. Yeah, what the, what movies are coming? Oh, yeah, out yeah, yeah, yeah. You so, can't move one without moving all the rest of them that are behind it. So here, here, here is the Avatar movie release. We know Avatar Way of Water just released this year, right? Yep. Earlier this year. So 2023. Mm-hmm. Well, technically 2022, but. Okay. 2022. Thank you. Um, it just came out on streaming 2023. <laughs> uh, Avatar 3 moves to December 19th, 2025. Okay. Three that years. That one actually is already, that one was most of the way filmed already. Right. Av- they were filming at the same time. Avatar 2. Avatar 4 moves to December 21st, 2029. Avatar 5 moves to December 19th, 2031. At this point in time, just release Avatar 3 and then call the franchise dead. I don't know. It's still making money. Yeah, they're not going to do that. You guys think they made a lot of money on Avatar 2. Yeah. And Avatar 1, you're going to think Avatar 1 set the record back when it was first put out. And Avatar 1 was the first true 3D movie with the new 3D technology. And yes, there's a land over at Animal Kingdom. And now they're talking mm-hmm. about building an Avatar land, a world of Pandora there, over in California, too, because California is jealous of the fact that we have it here and they don't. Well, that and like I said, Disney Parks are looking at, hey, 
people are paying a lot of money to go check out Pandora. Let's put another one out. Yeah. yeah. So Star Wars wise, uh, we know there's three movies coming. We don't know which three are released on what dates, but untitled Star Wars movie moves to December 19th, 2025. Oh, let's release Avatar and a Star Wars movie on the same day. Hey, <laughs> they can go for it. We'll see which one's the bigger powerhouse. Yeah. And actually, it depends on how they do with the Star Wars, what, this, what movie it is. True. Yeah. Then the second one moves to May 22nd, 2026. Wait a minute. Six months later. I've already, yeah, I've already seen this, um, this uh, story happen. Uh, third one moves to December 18th. Yeah. 2026. Hmm. Like eight months later, nine months later, eight months later. Ay, ay, ay. Star Wars wise, I mean, bad move. Bad move. I personally not, think this is a bad move. Who's making all three movies on this? No. And these are not, and these are not episode, an episode 10, 11, or 12 either. Yeah. It's not a sequel, sequel trilogy. These are standalone films or films going into their own yeah. potential trilogies. We know what these three movies are. We don't know what order they're coming in. Right. I would, although I would say the one December 26th is more than likely the Mando movie. Quite possibly. Because they want it, they're going to want as much time before they put that out to keep the series going as they can. Well, and that, and that gives them a chance to get that fifth season in of Mandalorian that they were wanting uh-huh. to do. They could, they could get a second season of Ahsoka in there, maybe, depending on what happens with the writers and SAG. And potentially a second season of Skeleton Crew. Yeah. Because I don't, I don't think we're getting a second season of Book of Boba Fett. No. They're tra- um, I don't know about Boba. I don't think so. Um, I think I have heard there's a lot of rumors that I guess Ewan McGregor really wants to do a second Obi-Wan. Yes. But the studio not sure. Yeah, apparently he was saying so while filming the first one. Yeah, he really I, wants to keep doing the character. So, and, and I, I think I, I think he's wanting to put up some money for it too, and being an executive yeah. producer. I would actually instead of doing a second Obi Wan series, do another series that is in the same in the right era that Obi Wan would be in it. That's a possibility as well. Yeah, or even a movie with uh, just having that Obi Wan is one of the characters in it. Um, why not go from the other point of view? A show about the Inquisitors with Obi Wan in it. Works if I remember. No. No, no, no. That was a um, the acolyte. It's a different. No, no, no. The Inquisitors is actually is the book. I actually it's the book. There is already. Or no, it's coming out in the next co- month or two, isn't it? In July. The Inquisitor in, book. Yeah. In July. Yeah. I I have the PDF or I have a uh, EPUB preview of it. I'm waiting for the audiobook. But since the Inquisitors are coming strong and and we're seeing a potential and we're seeing not a potential, we're seeing an Inquisitor in the production shots for Ahsoka. Galaxy's Edge. Let's let's do an update. Let's go ahead and go full Mandoverse and switch everything over to uh, back to the storm, regular stormtroopers of the original trilogy. Make them dirty like the remnants. Have some clean and, and do the Inquisitors. And if you want to throw, if you want to throw Gideon's super commandos in there, throw his super commandos in there. Do a little bit of everything now, and you just expand your your characters in the parks. You can still leave. Well, right. you know it's so good. You can bring in the um. Be drawn the, into whoever those are. Yep, yep. To give you yep. some Sith style characters, we could still keep Rise of Resistance because you know we're still in the area. Arise, yeah, Rise of Resistance because Resistance is still building. So you could, or if you need to change it, change the Stormtroopers out, the First Order troopers out to Stormtroopers, and change Kylo Ren to whatever Sith Inquisitor you have on on planet. Yeah. So see, I didn't think they would put these Star Wars movies this close together. 
I didn't think so either. And I think, I think this is a mistake. I could see them doing um, internally having these, uh, they have to have these calendars for what's going when. Right. But why do they keep announcing this? Because then when something moves, they got to make another press release saying, Hey, I'm moving. We're moving everything. Yeah. Leave it as an internal calendar. And uh, if people pick up on it somewhere, then that's fine. But don't announce this stuff until um, you're ready to announce. Actually, this specific film is coming out this time. If, if people want news, if they want to do something like this, I would do the way I would do it. December 2025, September 2026, and then May of 2027. Yeah. That way there's more space in there. Like we were saying, because the writers are on strike now, depending on how long that goes. And if SAG goes on strike, this may move anyway. Right. But this that's how I would do the films. Knowing yeah. December to May, unless you market the crap out of it, like they didn't do with Solo, if that first film is bad, it's going to kill the second film. Or even if it just splits the fan base, which a lot of the films have done that. They, like, you almost went dead down the center with a couple of these. It will yeah. kill that second film. Mm-hmm. Whereas going December, then if September, are, yeah. that puts enough gap. If there's any issue with either of the first two films, that third film's dead. Yeah, no matter what. That's why I think de- is, December, September, no, May. That's why I think December, September, May puts enough gap to calm down anything with the fan base. Because six months is not have, enough. Yeah, if they want to have them close together, I w- I'd rather have them three years in December. You could do that too. Give them at least a year between them so that you have time to um, digest and move on. You could do that too. Because the way this is, when, um, when that December mo- the December 25 movie comes finally hits streaming, it's going to be already ramping up to the second movie. Yeah. So you got to think Avatar when it was Christmas of this past year and it's uh, June now is hitting the hitting v- streaming. Right. But that's Cameron kind of dictated that as well. Three months or four yeah. months. Yeah. But Ant-Man Quantum Mania, Ant-Man and Wasp Quantum Mania, two months after it was on yeah. Disney Plus. So I think it's also that, well, a lot of it had to do with how long was the theatrical run? Because Ant- Ant-Man and Quantum Mania did not make the money they wanted it to. No. But it, so it was only in theaters for like three, four or five weeks, really. I mean, strongly in theaters. Yeah. I mean, it was still running, but it wasn't in the first run and stuff. Whereas Avatar, for like at least two months, was in first run theaters. Yeah. And then it was yeah. still running in a lot of places for another month and a half, two months. Yeah. So speaking of the Star Wars movies, uh, director James Mangold details why he wanted to explore the dawn of the Jedi. Uh, around the time of Solo... Uh, Logan director James Mangold was rumored to developing a Boba Fett project, we remember. And while that project never came to fruition, I think was handed over instead to become Book of Boba Fett, um, Mangold was announced earlier this year that he is developing a film for Star Wars that's not Boba Fett, uh, and it's going to be Dawn of the Jedi. So uh, he goes, well, I've talked to Lucasfilm before and even worked a bit before on other projects. Uh, Mangold shares with IO9 because I'm always interested in what's going on there and have friends who work on other Star Wars projects. But I understand that much of what they are doing was kind of continuing the saga forward, which now that saga is complete in a matter of speaking. Because to me, yeah. when they when they mention when when moving the saga forward, I'm assuming that the implication is the Skywalker saga. Yeah. yeah. Well, and Ray is a Skywalker, but I, I look at her movie as just moving the universe forward, not the Star Wars saga. Right. It's just a, the, next story, the next story in the universe. Right. 
which I'm okay with that. I, I'm liking the idea she's involved and it has not, and it's not going to be an episodic film mm-hmm. to try and carry a, a Skywalker saga in even more. Hey, all of us were reading the books through the nineties. So we're used to just another story with the characters. Yep. And it's I'm, not a, it, a numbered episodic film. And that's what we're, that's what we've gotten with, with Luke in, in the Mandalorian and book of Boba Fett. Mm-hmm. So, um, so he, uh, he continues. So when I mentioned to Kath, to Kathy, uh, the idea that I, w- I had about going backward, really far backward, I was surprised that it excited her and the other wonderful people she works with at Lucasfilm, i.e. Filoni, apparently, since he would be involved in this pitch as well. I'm sure uh, he goes for me. It's about what or it's about. I want to be part of the saga. But I also don't want to be holding so much lore in the air that you can hardly tell a story. Smart move. Mm-hmm. And what I really wanted to do, what I told her was just, can we make the kind of the Ten Commandments of the Force, you know, kind of an origin story of how the Force came to be known, understood, wielded, and harnessed. So far, I'm down with this. Yeah. Um, it's currently unknown when the film's going to be moving forward. Uh, Though Lucasfilm has two confirmed release dates for Star Wars in 2026 with the possible that this movie could take one of those release dates. So y'all's take on what he said about this film. I like the, the way he's looking at it, that. Um, try to tell a Star Wars story in the Star Wars universe without being beholden to the rest. It's very similar, to, I think, to um, what they've been doing with video games, the ones that have worked well. With Jedi Survivor, Jedi Fallen Order, they were basically... Let's just tell another story in the Star Wars universe and follow all the rules and actually make it part of Star Wars. But we're not stuck um, doing it, following the rules and setting out in somewhere in the history where we know what happened. Right. I like the and idea also, of going back to the beginning and seeing, you know, how how it all started. I, I think it's worked with Mandalorian. Uh, I think it's worked. It, it worked a little bit with Book of Boba Fett, uh, even though. I started rewatching Book of Boba Fett and I, I still almost stand by my ground. I almost wish we got the first, you know, we, we see Mando in the, in the, or see Boba in the chamber. He's having the dreams. He wakes up briefly. I, I get that. Do the, do the brief segment of he, he's getting the tributes, the battle. Now he's back into the chamber at this point from here, finish, finish off the dreams completely then come back to the future. But I know they're going to go back and forth between the dreams a few more times, uh, the flashbacks, because uh, we've, yeah. you know, we've already seen it. I almost wish, okay, he has the dreams. It ends up waking them up. He comes, does his thing because he's got business to attend to. He gets the injury from the one battle, goes back, gets healed again, or is in the tanks to get healed as the dreams. And let's just finish off the dreams. That way we don't have to go back to it. We, we understand every, you know, get the, this is the opportunity to progress the backstory before we progress the rest of the story. That's what I would want. But until I have the time to sit down and really piece it all together myself, just to see if it would work, I'm not doing it. <laughs> and I will accept how it was done. Because I did that once with Pulp, with Pulp Fiction. And the movie was still messed up. Because <laughs> it's Quentin Tarantino. But um, no, I, I think everything's been working. Uh, I, I've liked the Mandoverse, how that's all been playing out. Uh, because there's room for them to play in the stories there. Um, even with Andor, you know, there, there's been the room to to play in that story to, to lead up to what we know ends up happening with Andor. Um, 
Obi-Wan. Um, I, I would like to see more, but I don't, I don't know if that is still in a slight time period where the storytelling with Obi-Wan is kind of landlocked or they, or they could do new stories without retconning some things. And I must be making too much sense because y'all aren't arguments. I'm thinking. <laughs> okay. So I that's know, interesting. I that my argument to doing another Obi-Wan would be the same argument I had to do in the first one is the fact that I don't like the idea of him keep leaving the planet and keep leaving the planet when he's supposed to be like kind of guarding and looking over Luke. Right. If he's not there, how's he doing what he went there to do? Right. If there is a season two, do we want to see it stay on tattooing? And we see, we see a, a slightly older Luke with his different, with the, you know, with some of the different visits that he has to Obi-Wan or to Ben at this point. That's that loaded. actually could, if you look at if you watch New Hope, it's alluded to that Luke knew Ben a little bit. Yeah, he he's so gone to see him a couple times, but we don't know why. Um, what happened between Ben and um, Owen, and why Owen basically banished him from the farm? Right, and why why Owen when Luke is older said, um, tells him that is just a crazy old wizard. He's not, you know. Yeah, mm. you can tell there's some animosity of some sort that Owen is not happy with Obi Wan. Season but we one. don't know why. Season one was the Obi-Wan and Leia story. Season two, Obi-Wan and Luke. And everything stays on planet. Possibly. Let's see Obi-Wan go into Moss Eisley and into the cantina where he's apparently been before. You could have him have a run-in with Jabba. Uh, that's another yeah. thought. Get Jabba before we see him in Return of the Jedi. Another re- another, uh, yeah, another meeting with Obi-Wan and Jabba. Yeah, technically at this point, the first time we see him is in A New Hope, but... We've had for like they, they never get that right. No, no. If you go timeline, first time we see him is in Phantom Menace. Oh yeah, but he really doesn't do more than just sit there and sleep yeah. for that. We've had stories of Obi Wan in the early days before, in like the comics and stuff. So I mean, there are you know there are, you can have stories to tell there. I mean, yeah. if they if they retconned uh, Kalen or Kanan Caleb Dune for Bad Batch. To, to make it incorporate Bad Bash, then you can retcon some of the comic stories to first series or yeah. second season. But speaking of projects that are in time periods that we kind of know what's going on, let's talk about Star Wars Outlaws. New this game. surprised me. I did not know this trailer was coming. I didn't know this game was coming. We had, well, I, we'd heard I rumors. I about the game, but I didn't know yeah. that the trailer was coming. They had already said Massive had announced they were working on a game and it would be an open world game, but that's all in That's right. That's right. I didn't know they were this far along on it. I didn't know it was ready. So so the announcement trailer, what was y'all's initial thoughts? Um I don't know. It was it was cool and all. Yeah. What the opening scene of it does have one of my favorite shots uh, in a space battle that I've seen so far. When the blockade runner is um, going away and the Star Destroyer jumps in and just runs it over. Yeah, runs right through it. That yeah. was one of the coolest shots was, I've ever seen in Star Wars. Yeah. Um, I am digging the fact that while this takes place between Empire and Jedi, it's its own story of its own. Yeah. And, uh, and Kyle Katan is in this. He is? That's the guy. That's the one smuggler she's talking to. No. Yeah, that's Kyle. Wait a minute. I'm kind of watching the trailer with the subtitles going, so I don't think it's, I don't think it's Kyle. It's something. It's something else. I mean, the the smuggler you, that that you're playing, the character you're playing is Cave Vess. 
Yeah, but she doesn't. No, she says his name when she when he turns around on her ship. I just gotta wait till we get to that point. Wait a minute, let me. Uh, that's Kyle. I don't think it is, but I could be wrong. Here we go. Jalen. His name's Jalen. Whoever that is. Yeah. Could that? Yeah. No, that wrong Jalen. I think it's an. I think these are all original characters, except for the uh, the um, one of the like, it's like the second shot of the trailer. You see um, Han being loaded to Jabba's palace. Yes. But I think that's. I think that. I mean, in the trailer here, that does, serves letting you know where we're at in the timeline. Yes. Um, but I think Jabba will be a character in this since this is all about the syndicates and organized crime. Oh yeah, and, and that's one of the yeah. things I'm excited about, especially since well, we are the Smugglers Three. Yeah. And we've taken on that scoundrel smuggler persona on the show. This is a game right up our alley. Uh-huh. There's a, there's a lot of this. Like, um, there's also the, you've not seen the actual, there's a 10 minute gameplay trailer. Uh, I'm yes. going to be watching it after the show. Yeah. And um, there's very, there's parts of that that very, very much feel like um, Jedi Fallen Order and Survivor. Yeah. But then you get off planet there and all of a sudden you're playing Star, you're playing um, Star Wars Squadrons. It very much has that feel to it. I'm thinking they took elements from all these other games to make this one. It took parts of it to make this. Yes, I was very much more interested in the gameplay trailer than the the actual launch trailer. Yeah, the launch trailer was more about the story. This the gameplay was actually seeing what it looks like to play the game. See, I, it yeah. much feels like um, Jedi Fallen Order or Jedi Survivor, but broader and a bigger story. I didn't know there was a gameplay trailer. So yeah. when I asked you guys, "Hey, we're going to talk about this," oh. here's Watch the trailer. I did not realize there was the trailer or the gameplay. So I only knew the announcement trailer. Well, here, let you see some of this. Uh, there. As soon as it loads, you should it should start playing. Right. But um, like I said, this very much some of it feels like the exploration from um, Fallen Order and stuff. So I'll tell you what, as we're watching this, uh, and if it's gonna play, and our fellow smugglers that are listening, y'all want cue. This is your opportunity to cue the video up on YouTube the gameplay and as soon as it starts rolling i will say now but not now yeah <laughs> i may have to reload the page because it's i've had the page open for a while yeah. just waiting to be able to um but let, let's do the commentary on this as you there guys said you guys have so start it now yeah um let's do the commentary y'all have seen the gameplay trailer i have not so it'll be first reaction for me but y'all give your commentary on the trailer yeah and the subtitle should pop up on this anyway but so you start on this table with a bunch of just gems and uh, cash and stuff on it and a little like seed pod thing. This that, little oxalotl dude, Nix, is kind of cool looking. That that was also a pike helmet sitting on the table, too. Yeah. And you'll see in this game trailer, trailer Nix in this game t- does the BD1 job. Yeah. That you have Jedi Fallen Order. Because you'll see the there's spots where you send Nix in to do stuff to distract people and things like that. I will say I cannot wait to see some of the K cosplay that comes out, K vest cosplay that comes out yeah. from this game. Because this is a, a nice looking character. Mm-hmm. It's a very cool look. I, I could see I could see Zoe doing something like this. Yeah. The graphics on this are fantastic too. Oh yeah. And you can see as we come to this part here, she's on a bridge. There's three different enemies ahead, and there's um multiple they show you multiple options of what you could do possibly do here. Oh, and so you, you can use Nyx to distract you, but or you haven't hit this button, you don't have to worry about the fight at all. Yeah. So this here gave me the Cal Kestis vibes. <laughs> oh, an A wing. Yes. Yeah, so this is like a scrap. This is like a Pike scrapyard. It looks like it. Interesting. This is they mentioned that world um, 
starts with a T. They mentioned one of the worlds, but um, that's where we're at here. All right. Uh, Derek, can, can you see Zoe dressed up as K? Yeah. <laughs> this, this would be a great costume for her. And I love that it is a third person perspective. Yeah. Nice yeah. Over the shoulder. Yeah, this whole tra- this whole trailer, I was getting vibes of um, Kyle Custis just with a blaster instead of with the lightsabers. But oh, I do like um, at the top of the screen they have um, an alert status of whether the enemies know you're there or not, and also just where on the ma- um, compass around you there are. So there's almost like a radar effect. Yeah. To see that there are enemies that see you, and it looks like the way they're playing the game here, you don't have to take out all the enemies as long as you. If your objective is just to get the stuff and get out, you don't worry about killing everybody. You just get the stuff and get out. Yeah. yeah I, I just showed Zoe some of the gallery screenshot galleries. Yeah. She goes, yeah, that may be a costume I would do. See, and then this section is like pod racing. Uh, this, looks like, this one looks like fun. Yeah. Like I said, they've taken parts of a lot of the different games that have come before uh-huh. and uh, put elements of it in here. So it feels like it fit just like, um, Actually, this Star Wars takes elements from other Star Wars stuff, and it feels like it's in the right universe. This feels like it's in a Star Wars game universe. This almost feels like the swoop bike racing from Knights of the Old Republic. Yeah, I love that transport. That transport ship looks like the one that sits at uh, Galaxy's Edge at Docking Bay Seven on top with cooks. Here in a couple minutes, you'll see the um, they actually use the one of the Lambda cargo shuttles, the elongated one. Yeah, mm-hmm. you, you you see what I'm talking about, Derek. You remember yep. those ones? Does that not look like the ones that are sitting on top of, of Cooks or at yeah. Docking Bay 7? Yeah, it does. So now you come in here, and I do like the fact that um, one of her sidekicks in here is a BX commando droid. Commando droid. Yeah. That's totally reprogrammed. You can tell. See, we get into a cutscene here, and it, um, it's not running the um, dialogue, but he doesn't talk like a droid. He's just, it, it's like it's an actual regular character. Someone programmed his personality in here to be actually just a regular personality. He's not just a droid. Huh? I love a droid in a coat. Yeah. Yeah. In a trench coat. This scene reminds me almost of, um, what's her name from Bad Batch? Let me, I think I can. There we go. Oh, I'm on Calamari. I love how they've got the Atharian in there too. Mm -hmm. I'm starting to dig the Atharians. And now one collect, not only am I getting Doc Ondar Black Series once it comes out, I'm also grabbing. I, I want to go back and get different Atharian figures that have been released in the past. I, yeah. I, I'm starting to have a love for the Atharians. This scene here, I was expecting. They open that little pod and these little seed things come up. I was expecting her to say, this was the thing I was looking all over for and she starts eating it. <laughs> that would have been great. <laughs> Some kind of jewels or something. So I, I, this is so cool with the with the Empire yeah. being there. It's like, okay, is she involved in the crime syndicate trying to... Well, you see here that what it is, she's you, actually um, there to get her cut. Yeah. The Empire lets you do whatever you want as long as you, you um, give them a cut of it, especially on the lower levels like this. Oh, the comlink. Oh, I'm just going to pull out a comlink. Go yeah. ahead. Now she knows, you know what? <laughs> I got to go. <laughs> so you got to haul tail to get to your, get to the ship and get off world before. See there? Every, all the screens are showing her. And then, um, then it gives you a thing across the whole screen saying, oh, you're officially wanted now. Oh, there's another. There's that. Uh, there's Lambda, a, I was talking about. Yeah. But um, there was another game that had a system like this where, um, oh, it was um, Assassin's Creed style system. Yeah. Where yeah. if the enemies see you, all of a sudden it, it goes red and you know yes. it. Yes. Yep. That's it. It's that style system where you got to, um, you're trying to run under the radar 
it, but if you're not, a, they know you're there, and then um, the radar will show you that which ones see you, which one doesn't, and things like that. I love her ship. Yeah. Well, this here gets into once you get into the space here, it um, definitely starts to get a Star Wars Squadrons feel. I, as much as I've enjoyed playing Squadrons and playing Jedi Fallen Order, I it's already on my books since I'm I've got a four day weekend this weekend. I'm playing Survivor this weekend. You know, yeah. When the family says, "What do you want to do for Father's Day?" I want to spend an hour playing Jedi Survivor. <laughs> you need more than an hour. <laughs> Have you played it at all yet? No. I mean, I'm, I'm just going to ask them for an hour uninterrupted to play. Yeah. They can watch whatever whatever they want to watch on TV. Yeah. I'm going to play for an hour. But you can see the interface here, how it feels yeah. like Squadron. Yeah, this is very much like Squadron. I I think this is going to turn into my favorite game. Yeah. Because remember, it, it's game right on the heels of this. They've already announced Eclipse. Yeah. Which I'm looking forward to Eclipse, too. I thought that would be the next game we hear about, but it's not. This is going to be my next favorite game. I could, Just looking at this, this is it. Mm-hmm. Because you're, you're, you're not Jedi. You're, you're, doing, you're not involving yourself with, well, we don't know completely if you're involving yourself with Jedi or not. But this is, you know, we've talked about, oh, how cool would it be to play a smuggler with yeah. stuff? This, and, you, and you do a little bit in, in uh, Star Wars The Old Republic the MMO, but, but there, this is so different. This, Oh, this is so awesome. I wonder if there'll be any big, um, like guest appearances from any of the big characters at all. Well, they, in the, um, story or the launch trailer, they actually, they showed Han and carbonate. So I'm sure we'll have Java's palace at some point. Yeah. Oh, the R five unit that just went by. Here we go. Now they're just jumping through scenes of different things at the end. That one could have actually been um, Tatooine. It could be. Oh, oh, there you go with ACSG. Yep, it's Chicken Walker. Oh, wait a minute. That, that one. Uh, go back just a hair. I'll say the one planet looks like um, from um, Rise of Skywalker. Uh, yes, Skywalker. Uh, what was the name of that planet? The one that Bobo Freak was on. Yeah, it, it's the planet that's run by uh, by Zora Bliss and her family. Yeah, this one. Zora Bliss is a planet. That's that. Yeah. It looks like Tatooine, which it may not be, but this uh, is the one that that's definitely the one that Zori Bliss and that looks familiar also. But uh, part of that is that this is Star Wars. Oh yeah. If you're doing it right, it's gonna look familiar. Yeah. This one here. It's some kind of an outpost, obviously. So uh a lot of pikes, but then we're dealing with syndicates. Kajimi. And Empire. That's it, yeah, the Jimmy. It looks like Kajimi. Man, that looks like a gene. And that's Star Wars Outlaws. We have no idea when it's coming. We just know. I think it's next year. Next year. 2024, yeah. Yeah, I, I'm I'm excited. Maybe I'll have time to finish um, Survivor. <laughs> Survivor by then. No, I, I'm excited. I'm really excited. So maybe I'll finally be able to get a next-gen console by then. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's that's why I went ahead. I just first said forget, forget it and got the um, Series S. I had, I've not, even though I had the regular Xbox one, I still hadn't bought a game in years on physical game. Mm-hmm. So you might as I just said, forget it. got the S cause really the performance difference, unless you're doing something that's really heavily online or something like it, you're not going to see the major difference in the performance. Right. right. So, and uh, I, like I said, I don't buy um, physical games very often anyway. Um, so for 200 bucks or 250 bucks, I can give you a series S. If you want to know how excited I am for this game, you already looking at the pre-orders. No, oh Lord, no. I'm afraid to look at the pre-order because I if it's available for pre-order. I don't think so. I don't think so. I think it's too early. 
But if they make figures from this, I will get the figures from this. Yeah. They make K, they make ND5, they make any of them. I will get the figures from this for sure. Oh man, now I'm in trouble. This, I went to GameStop just to look. I didn't realize Final Fantasy 16's um, pre-orders up. <laughs> but no, I will. I will get the game. I will buy the characters for this. My money's already. I, the money's already spent on these. Whether it's Black Series or Vintage Collection or both, I'm getting the figures for these if they make it. If, if and when they make the figures for it. That was Star Wars Outlaw, isn't it? That's Outlaws. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's not even listed on game on um. No, it's too soon. GameStop site yet. That's why I'm hoping they they uh, they make figures on this because if they don't, oh, they will. They they will be. I, I will be greatly disappointed. And I and I hope uh, Nyx. I hope they make that make whatever creature Nyx is available at Galaxy's Edge because that would be so fun to have. So, uh, who's the who's the actress for who plays a uh, K? I don't know. Hang on, let me. I, I just found the video. Yeah. Uh, Umberly Gonzalez. Ooh. Okay. I'm going to have to watch this video too. And the fact that I'm hoping we get, you're able to play Sabak completely and it's not just a cinematic. Yeah. That would be so great. Yeah. Oh, I am so stoked for this game. I'm sorry, guys. No, you're fine. That's why we did. That's why we do. That's why we do the show is to show this type of excitement. Oh, no, that sucks. I, I love the, I love the, the artwork for this too. I would, I would, if they made a poster of that, I get that poster as well, but I have nothing else, guys. Any final thoughts from from you guys? Mm-hmm. Try and stretch this out just a hair. <laughs> no, I didn't have anything. Like you said, it was light on news, but this was this was a great one to drop. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was an awesome thing to drop. I, I when I saw this, like, oh, we're going to talk about this no matter what. We're talking about this, um, and, and, and it's definitely so worth. It. I, I'm so glad we we did talk about it. Um, I, I am. Like I said, the the um the announcement trailer was cool and all, but the the gameplay trailer is is what really yeah got me interested. Mm-hmm. I, I'm I'm gonna have to go back and watch it with the audio, especially with all the different styles of um, gameplay in it. Yeah, yeah, it I, was very very cool. I, I, very I, interesting. I think you nailed it, Ken. It's Ubisoft paid attention to the games that we've liked and taken the best parts of those games to make this game and i think that's why everyone is being so excited for this game everything i've been hearing seeing online people are excited for this game and i i also like that it is like we said it's it's not like you're not a jedi this time and it's not you know yeah now i I, i'm gonna go as far as i can't wait to hear the next episode of keepers of the fringe where you and chris talk about this game <laughs> oh, we are going to talk about it, all right? Because I, I would love. We we know your opinion, you know, from talking about it here. But I would love to hear what Chris has to say about it. I bet he's pretty excited. I hope so. I hope so. And at some point, it, it, it's almost time for a, a Geek Watch One episode to come out, right? Possibly. I got. We got to sit down and talk about it a little bit and see what we want to do. If not, at least something for in the summer. Discuss the um the blockbuster hits of the summer. Yeah then throw some of this other news within that so um trying to see if there was anything else besides my shoulder spazzing like crazy mm-hmm. just not good um okay yeah this is a story i was going to cover last week when we had uh emily and mike on from hyperspace props uh i'm going to discuss it 
now 10 great Lego Star Wars building sets for adults. Go through these quickly and please give your feedback as we're doing it. Number one, Boba Fett Starship Microfighter. Eh, I don't really like the microfighters that much. Yeah. Certain almost ones. Two, there's a, almost, I mean, I understand they're trying to do it as a quick thing, but and small, but it's almost like there's not enough detail at all. It just looks kind of almost too blocky for, even for Lego. Yeah. The the only ones the ones I have enjoyed have been the two Falcons because well one I collect the Falcons and the Adat again because I collect the Adat but we have we have both X wings the Luke's X wing and a Resistance fighter X wing uh, we have a U wing uh, we have Zori's Y wing um, we have a Imperial Star Destroyer but for me the ones that I truly like are the two Falcons and and the Adat um, yeah I mean if I didn't get the I think we also have a Snowspeeder. If we didn't get any of the others, I would have been okay. Uh, the only reason why I haven't gotten the third Falcon Microfighter is it's basically the same one as the first one I have with that came with Han, but it's got the stud shooters instead of the, the push rockets. I hate the stud shooters. <laughs> yeah, I'm not liking I hate the stud shooters. So um, the bonus with this is Boba Fett looks cool. This is a book of Boba Fett minifig, and there's no stud shooters on this. Yeah. That's the bonus I, I feel about this set. Uh, number two, Obi-Wan's Jedi Starfighter. This uh, one's not bad. This is the, the Attack of the Clones model. No, yeah, that's not bad. Um, R5 or R4, which one ever one he has. Many his, his is R4. Though, his is R4. Yeah, R4. Okay, even though it really doesn't... It, I think it was a permanent part of the Starfighter originally. Yeah. It yeah. Was, it was just a head. Yeah. Uh, number three, Luke's X-Wing Starfighter. They've done this one so many times that I yeah, know th- this one's one of the better looking ones because they've gotten a little bit more detailed with it. And is me or is that General Dodonna minifig almost looks like Doc Brown? <laughs> it's Doc Brown. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's supposed to be General Dodonna, but <laughs> oh, no, no, Luke, I built a time machine out of an X Wing. <laughs> you built a time machine out of an X Wing. You know what? Wait a minute. That's I think I see something. Do they have a DeLorean Lego? Yes. For Back to the Future. Yes. 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 Does it come with Doc Brown? Yes. I have I have the original one when it was under Lego Cuso, which later became Lego Ideas. And yeah. you and you were you were able to build one of the three time machines from either the first film, second film, or third film. And I think you can okay. do the same thing with this one. But if you look here, wait a minute. Let me drop this in the chat. If you take that Doc Brown figure. Yeah, that's Dodonna. That's General Dodonna's hair. Yeah, I'm trying to find the hazmat suit bodies and get the Marty and Doc heads to put on top of them to have those figures. Um, number four, Mandalorian in one Starfighter. That's a cool one because it's um, yeah, that one looks cool. It's got a BD droid with it, which looks nice. Yeah, but not as cool as the one that's a little farther down. Uh, up next, the child. Which oh thank, yeah, thank God Zoe never got this one because this would have been a pain for me to put together. Why make her put it together? She's old enough. She is yeah. now. I put together her pork. and Did I roasted for her? I came real close. Uh, up next, number six, the Emperor's Throne Room. Yeah, I mean, this one's been okay. Yeah, that looked cool. I mean, this one just came out. Yeah. Number seven, the Mandalorian helmet. Yeah. They don't have any of the helmets or uh, busts. I'm loving the helmets. I'm it, currently building Darth Vader. I want Luke's helmet, Luke's X-Wing helmet, and Zoe wants Leia Bush. I think those are, unless they do an adat pilot, I, I really I want don't want any all. others. Well, you, 
you, you've had the opportunity to get them all from the start. You, you start collecting them from the beginning. So yeah, I would get, if I was the same way, I'd be getting them all too. Mm. Um, they could do the edit. They did a TIE fighter pilot. Yeah. So it wouldn't be that hard. It would just have to change the colors. Yeah. Uh, and I think there's one other slight modification to the, to the helmet. Mm. Um, up next, BD one. And this is life size. This, this oh, I yeah. want. This I want. If I was going to get one of the busts or whatever, this would probably be the one I would go check out. Yeah. I definitely want that one. Number BD one's cool. Number nine, the UCS ultimate collector series at at. I'd be uh, surprised if Mike didn't already have this on his wish list somewhere. It's on my wish list, just like the one beneath it, but I can't afford it. Yeah. Yeah. But this is only $850. Yeah. On Lego's website. Yeah. <laughs> just like the one right underneath it, the UCS Millennium Falcon. Yeah. I can't afford I that one either. One also, it has all the compartments that open up and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. This is, this is the most complete, almost true to scale for Lego minifig Millennium Falcon that's been done. This even comes with Binox. This one, this one beats the original UCS Falcon, which was which had the record for the highest priced Lego set until this one came out. No, I think there's something that beats this out now because this is only eight fifty. This and the ad at the same price on Lego.com. Yeah, but those are the ten kits that uh, are for what do they say uh, great building kits for adults. Okay, I can see that. And it looks like they did this from lowest amount of pieces to the most amount of pieces. <laughs> this is what this is looking like. Mm. Almost. The, the child at number five at 1,075 pieces. Number six, a throne room at 807 pieces. This is interesting. Did you look with the, um, the Falcon there? It actually comes with two Hans and um, it comes with. You can uh, change out the Raider. And a Hoth Leia. Yep. And it has the um, Force Awakens Han. Then the Force Awakens characters. And you could change out the dish. Yeah. Uh, so depending I, on what um, area you want it from. Yeah, I don't I don't recognize what those parts are in front of the dish. But There's those, something there that you can click on the front of it is what it is. Yeah. Go back. It shows the two little pieces there. You got to be. Yeah, they're a modification for the front. I mean, this could be the um, torpedo blasters. Because yeah, be. at one point he adds concussion missile launchers. Yeah. Maybe that's what those are. Could be. Final thoughts, guys. Um, Legos are really expensive. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Oh, have you guys seen the meme yet of um, the Falcons? No. no. Most birds of prey live 13 to 15 years or so. Oh, yes, and yes. So um, as you got to think, every Falcon out there is out there in the world are all millennial Falcons. <laughs> and on the... Mike didn't have that one. That's a Mike joke. <laughs> that, that's, a, that's a bad joke. Big time. And yeah, mm-hmm. no, every one of them is a millennial because they're less than 20 years old. <laughs> yeah. So, and with that, <laughs> with that, if you ever want to contact us again? And, 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 here, and have Ken write you that joke, you can email us at wookieradio at gmail.com or find us on socials at wookie radio. Uh, on that note, anything else, gentlemen? Nope. Nope, I'm good. Gentlemen, it sounds like there's only one thing left to be said. Give the evacuation code signal. All right, cut the chatter. Jets, I can hold it. Pull out! No, I'm all right. I have plenty.
placed information vital to the survival of the rebellion into the memory systems of this R2 unit. I've lost R2! Oh, <laughs> my